calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Yo, this is Will Clark, and you're listening to Rebel Radio. Josh, fuck you. What's up? This is Rebel Radio. What up, what up? This is DJ Newmark. This is Peanut Butter Wolf. It's your boy. It's okay. Keep checking out Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio. This is Rebel Radio. We're in the place right here. Uh, Rebel Radio is going down. What did you say? Rebel Radio? Oh, wait. Let's do it again. Rebel Radio. What's up, Rebels? Welcome back to Rebel Radio. Today is our third and final episode recorded live on the field at Coachella. Another big shout out to the folks at Coachella for letting us in, letting us uh, get down with our interviews. Uh, today is my man, Will Clark. He uh, sat down with us right before he took to the Lab stage to catch wreck behind the tables over there. Will is a house and techno DJ from Bristol. Um, he's had a long time residence in Ibiza. And since then he's been building just his own brand. His, he's got the club and label called Cut a Rug. And he's got the barbershop radio show and he's just building a little cool thing for himself. We get into a little bit about kind of cultural happenings from Coachella to Ibiza to Glastonbury and what all that means to him and to, to his scene. Um, and really how he's trying to just make it fun for people. He, he gives us a little bit of insight into what motivates him to do it and um, how he makes it work for himself. Good stuff in a pretty short interview coming up with Will Clark right after our EDM.com track of the week. That was Tyler Roper with Impulse, our EDM.com track of the week. If you like that, go over to EDM.com and check out new music. Meanwhile, let's get into the interview with Will Clark.
Right on. Um, but thanks for doing this, man. I, I love. No, thanks for having me. And, Appreciate uh, it. Excited to talk to you and hear how it all comes together. Yeah. How'd you yeah. get started? A fair years ago, yeah. I went. I started me like the very very start. Started me doing like discos. <laughs> Do you remember like the first weddings, yeah, like weddings and crazy shit like that. Is that right? Yeah, um, and then just learn how to DJ. What What made you want to DJ? Um, my brother got me into it. Got me into music. Hmm. He wasn't a DJ. He just got me into like house. Um, what What was like? It's like soulful. Do you remember a record that like blew your mind at the beginning? Not really. No. No. I I don't even remember record names now. Uh-huh. I like I I rec I recognise like sleeves. Yeah. So I can I can I've still got the CD at home. It's uh-huh. like it's like Dance ninety five. Yeah. I've still got it at home. But Do I Do you play CDs now? No. no. So I was thinking I was talking to somebody about that the other day, like when you're on the screen and you don't have the artwork. Well, I make sure you do because on the USBs you've got the yeah. the, the like artwork that you put in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it changed from vinyl because obviously when you sure. it was so easy with vinyl just to like work out what records you're playing. Yeah. Um, and with it was either with with music it was either like rugby or music. Uh-huh. So I buggered my shoulder and couldn't play rugby, so yeah. decided to do music, right. really. Um, and went to college, which is different in the UK to college here. Sure. Um, so it's from like 16, 16 to 18, yeah. um, to learn music technology. Moved to Ibiza, nice. got a residency, and all kind of started from there. Nice. And here so did you, so here we are now, yeah. and, like this massive music festival. Yeah. Did you envision that at the beginning? That you, this is where it would head for you? Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Like it's always, yeah. But I think each time you like, or I each time I like achieve something, it's like, well, we've achieved that. So what's next? Are you not a celebrator? No, yeah. not really. Um, I enjoy it. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm enjoying every minute of it. Um, but I'm. I'm more into like, right, we've done this, what's next? Sure. Um, yeah. And I think you, I, yeah. I, I've had like certain certain times when you're like, well, this is the start of my career. And then something else will happen, and then you're like, no, actually, this is the start of my career. So what, give me an example. I don't know, like, I think the very first time was like when I had a residency in Ibiza. And then I realised that at that actually in the grand scheme of things meant nothing yeah um, yeah just lots of, lots of those so do you find like when something like that happens does it change the game like does it no no what about playing here Is yeah that, like that's a game changer I, I, it's really strange because it's like it's I'm super I think it changes the game for other people how they look at me mm-hmm. but it doesn't change anything for me sure um, like, I enjoy it and it's fun. I don't know. It's really strange because I've never really been asked that, but I don't think it changes. It doesn't change me. Um, it probably changes my career to a certain extent. Yeah. Um. But 
I just, I just love playing, really. So what about like this is this is obviously more than a music festival. It's yeah, a, it's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, of course, right? Yeah. So how much do you think about creating culture and your role in that? What all that means? I think the whole for me the whole point of what the reason why I do it is so so that people that go to the clubs go to the, the festivals they just have the best time ever yeah that's literally all I want I want everybody that comes to see me play they have the best time Kind of, it's kind of how I write write records as well. Like when I've written records, I don't really look at them as my records. As soon as they're kind of signed and released, it's everybody else's. It's no, everybody great. else's opinion to kind of they can say whatever they want. Do you think that changes how you make music? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it's it's strange because I write. When I write records, I write records for like a club, um, as a clubber. Yeah. But I was never really a clubber, so okay. it's kind of strange. I think it's just through playing in clubs so often, yeah. um, from such a young age. I started when I was 13, so I've always been, I've always read crowds. Um, I guess that's how I just write records, yeah. rather than, I don't know, yeah. So how do you take that club mentality bring it to, uh, to a festival. Well, I think people still want that club mentality in a festival. Yeah. It's just in a bigger space. I don't think because it's a confined, it's not a confined setting mm-hmm. that I should change what I do. Don't get me wrong, in festivals, the sets are like an hour, hour and 15 minutes. So I'm not gonna like play what I play in a four hour set. I condense, condense it down. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't change. I, I don't see any point, really. I don't because if they want to see me, they want to see what I've done. If you know what I mean. I yeah. don't get me wrong. For like things like this, I will probably like plan more of a set. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a club, I would never plan a set. Really? Um, you just go. Yeah, yeah. But here, I've like got a rough plan. This is actually the only time I've ever planned. Really? For a set. Right, this, cool. this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, I've talked to the DJs about this, and obviously everybody does it differently, but yeah. I think it's harder to read. You know, you can't read a room the, yeah. the way you read a club, festival. Right? I, I think when I, if you're reading a festival, I lock onto like certain areas yeah. or like certain people. Yeah. Because you can't, you physically can't look at everyone Absolutely. from a two cap. Some people can't even see them. Yeah, right? exactly. So far yeah. away. Yeah. Um, 
and I think the more I enjoy it, the more everyone else enjoys it. Yeah. Personally, like, if I was to go see a DJ or a band, and they're just like cardboard cutouts on stage, it's just like, come on, guys. The worst. Yeah, like you're not too cool. Yeah. Don't be, don't be, don't act like that. Um, you know what? You mentioned not not planning your set, like. I don't like to like talk about like real DJs versus whatever, but but I had an experience. I was at a party with a DJ, yeah. and the guy playing asked him just to come up. Yeah. And so and the guy just jumped up and didn't know the records. Yeah. He was yeah. Just playing this other yeah. guy's crate, and he just did his thing, and I was like, I had a moment where I was like, that's that's what this is all about. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it is. I think it's it's being able to read a crowd, yeah. like. Nowadays, anyone can mix records with sync buttons. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just being able to play the right records and, and enjoying it. For sure. That's the main thing. Hey, check this out. This week and really all summer long, Rebel Radio is brought to you by Blue Apron. Uh, we've been using it for the last month or so, and we love it. By we, I mean Christy has been cooking up some of the great recipes delivered by Blue Apron while I've been uh, sitting there on the couch doing nothing. It's easy. It takes her 40 minutes or less. I sit there with a stopwatch and timer. And um, the food's been great. The uh, recipes are really flexible. We haven't had the same meal twice. Christy is allergic to shrimp, so we selected no seafood. And whoop-de-whoop, it all works out. Um, if you don't know Blue Apron, it's the number one fresh ingredient and delivery service, recipe delivery service. So they're, they're giving you the recipes and the food to make it. Everything is portioned out, pre-prepared. All you got to do is um, chop it up and cook it and eat it. They're making incredible home cooking accessible to anyone, even you. Check out this week's menu and you'll get your first three meals for free with free shipping just because you listen to Rebel Radio. By going to blueapron.com slash rebel. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. Do it now. That's blueapron.com slash rebel. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. So how do you think about, you know, you have, you have Ibiza, you have uh, Euroclub in the UK, on the road all the time. Yeah. So how, how do you think about like building a global business versus uh, doing your thing locally? It's kind of weird because locally, where I'm from back home, I don't really play. No. I play more in the States. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, it's something that I want to work on and build on. Um, I haven't played in my hometown for probably two years. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think it's, there's like a lot of clicks. Is that on purpose? Half and half. Yeah. Um, I'm not really into getting into clicks that are like, so apart from the Dirty Bird guys, but I think it's more, that's more of a kind of, it's like a friendship more so rather than a click. Sure. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I always, I speak to a lot of DJs a lot of my friends they, they don't often play in their hometown for like when they're building success yeah. because either people like three years ago you were getting paid 50 pounds sure. 
and yeah, then, they see, you and then they see you in a different way and they're like oh well we used to pay for him for this like, and well from yeah like it's just yeah. from down the road like yeah. um so i guess yeah things change yeah but it's positive it's definitely positive yeah you'll get that with that so you mentioned you, you know you're always thinking about what's next so yeah this is obviously a milestone yeah what, what's the next what's the next goal Glastonbury Festival. Yeah. That's definitely, that's always been a goal. Um, I think there's loads of little goals um, that just keep on evolving. Is there one big one? To be fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> Rule the world. Um, I think, I think like the main goal is for me is to like, I guess like, this sounds really cliche and really cheesy as fuck, but like leave a legacy leave something behind so that people can remember not, I don't really care if they remember my name but just music wise or something what's the hardest part of this job I really don't know <laughs> that's a good problem to have yeah um, there's a lot of things that goes on behind closed doors that people don't see. Sure. Um, I think, for me, the hardest thing I find is letting other people do work for me. I hate to, I like, I really, I'm a massive control freak and I want to be like doing all of it. What's been the toughest thing to hand off? <laughs> can't say it right now (laughs) (laughs) no go for it go for it Um, I don't know like I think I've just changed management like four four, three four months ago yeah Um, and it's just a whole different I was doing a lot I was very hands-on beforehand and now because the team that I've got now are just they they kind of they just have more experience sure Um, so they're just like right we'll do this we'll do that and I kind of see myself checking in on things to see if it's done, and it's done like a week ago. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, it's good. Nice it's, it's a nice, it's a nice thing to have. Yeah. Hey, if you like this one, I got a good one for you in the archives. Go back to Rebel Radio on iTunes or SoundCloud. Listen to the Claude von Stroke interview. Claude is, um, he's the founder of Dirty Bird Records. The Dirty Bird Cookout, the Dirty Bird Campout, anything Dirty Bird, that's your man. Um, it's a great interview from sometime last year. Right after you finish this interview with Will Clark, of course. I think social media, I will never give up. It's one thing I refuse to give away to Is that someone. Right? Yeah. I, Why? Because I love it. I think it's part of the job, yeah. really, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, 
what, yeah. what, uh, what do you feel you get back from that? Um, I think it really helps building, like, not just fans, but building people that actually give a shit about you, um, and that, like, want to get to know you more. Like, I reply to everyone that emails me, I reply to everyone that comments on my, on my pictures, I reply to everyone that comments on Facebook statuses. So, I just like, and, and I feel that that way you kind of grow a relationship with people, um, that some people wouldn't necessarily do so. I think some of the people that I've met that come to my shows, like some of them are really close friends now, um, which is nice. Yeah. I think it's also like a very like authentic way to do it. Yeah. It's actually you, yeah. you know, yeah. and you don't have a company handling it yeah. and like scheduling things to go yeah. up. Yeah. You know, it's like it's actually you behind it. It shows that you care. I think people can feel that too. Yeah. <clears throat> Consciously or not, mm-hmm. but it comes through. Yeah. You always get like I always get the odd email that like through like Facebook and it's like I'm not too sure if this is Will yeah. but blah 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 and yeah. I guess other people have other people doing it sure. um, which I get like there's some people that are just so busy that or I think they just can't it's not a priority for them yeah. it's a priority for me yeah, yeah. I, also truthfully you've got a marketing brain yeah. like that's just one thing yeah. that you've got yeah, which yeah. is awesome working with you I've worked with plenty of artists who just don't yeah, I think like music isn't the only thing I want to do. So I like want I like doing other things. What else you want to do? I want to own restaurants. Nice. Um, That's a tough business. Yeah, I really want to own like some really cool restaurants. <coughs> I love cooking, so oh, yeah? I wouldn't be the chef, yeah. but I I love to be part of the kind of part of that. Nice. I really want to own like. I can't. I really want to own like a big chain of like barber shops. Oh yeah. Um, as well. Is that why your show is going? Yeah, partly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What's up? Will Clark here. Welcome to your fourth appointment at the barber shop. On this month's show, we have tracks from Huxley, Shiba San, Jamie Jones, also MK sitting in on the barber's chair. First, let's get started with some Landis in place. Keep it locked. Welcome to the barber shop. wish to cut hair <laughs> but it's just something I want to do yeah um, yeah so have you obviously you know, you're pretty hands-on um, have you had mentors that like I guess I guess my parents are quite big mentors um, family friends I've got some like close family friends that are pretty successful in business so what's the lesson that somebody's helped you uh, work your ass off. Literally. That's. I guess that's the only thing that I've learned. That's probably enough. Yeah. Just don't. Don't stop working. Yeah. 
Um, and when you think you should stop working, then that's when you shouldn't. Do you find like people around you give up too soon? Um, it's really strange. I've from when I started. Yeah, there's a lot of people that start that started with me that are no longer here. Um, yeah, and I think some people think they work really hard and should be given more. Um, but I think, yeah, I I'm I don't know. I'm I think I'm pretty chilled with it. But like, if somebody says if like. If something's turned down, turned yeah. away, or I don't know what, yeah. but then it's just like right back to the drawing board, really, rather than why, rather than asking questions, it's right, just, right. just get on with it and, yeah. and, and move on to the next thing, right. really, yeah. Yeah. All right, I have a couple of like speed round questions. Sweet. Before I let you get onto <laughs> the field. Okay, Go so, for it. so if, I was, if I was part of your team, yeah. Um, what's something that I would hear you say over and over? <laughs> okay. That's a good one. I'm like. I honestly, I don't even. We talk like every single day, yeah. and I don't even know how to answer that. Okay. Right, I think so. I think if you were part of the team, you would just hear from him every day. Yeah. That's like how involved yeah. you are. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Who would you be most excited to learn as a fan? <laughs> Not Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. I know that's random as fuck. Oh, he's, he's here. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. And that dude is a legend, man. That dude is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Um, are you a reader? No. What movie have you seen the most? Drive. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. My favorite movie. Oh, and Social good. Network. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like those. And um, favorite DJ of all time? Christian Martin. Yeah, he kills it every time. There's yeah. some people that I haven't seen sure. that I feel like they could be up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Christian Martin. Killer. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate no, you taking dude. time for this. Thank you so much. Great. Yo, that was Will Clark live at Coachella on Rebel Radio. I hope you dug it. Make sure you leave us a comment on Twitter, Facebook. Check out the YouTube videos. Everything is at Rebel Radio Net. And most importantly, come back for more Rebel Radio next week.